Amen. Thank you. Good morning. Welcome to your final part of Red Flags. I feel really fancy having this headset. I think I've spoken once in my life with this thing on. Um, but on Stormco, um, one of the kids was like, I love when you talk because I watch your hands move all the time. So I was like, well, let's try it without something in my hand to hold. Um, I know you've heard a lot about Red Flags over the last few weeks. Have we enjoyed it? So like some people have enjoyed it. The rest of you, have you enjoyed it? Okay, kind of. It's right, you'll have some more laughs as I go on. Um, when I was reading, reading, practicing what I was gonna say today to my brother and things, yeah, that would be great. Thank you. Um, he was like, are you giving a sermon or a comedy show? Um, so just prepare yourselves, buckle in. Um, but have you ever been in a situation where it looked good on the outside, but on the inside you felt uncomfortable or nervous or kind of on guard? Those feelings are red flags. It's what I feel, the Holy Spirit saying, watch out, there is danger ahead. So dating can be hard if you're single like me right now. Challenges and starting a relationship is one thing, but maintaining a healthy relationship is another. And so at the beginning of your time together, or if you're married, what that felt like at the start, you kind of put your best foot forward and show this is how great I am, these are all the wonderful things. But as time goes on, you like learn the best and worst of people. And so when I was thinking about red flags, it wasn't until like this time last year when I first heard like the term red flags, and since then it's been trending. This time last year, and it's in my like Snapchat memories, my Instagram memories, I started dating this guy called Cooper, and my brother refers to him as Mr. Pringle. Um, because there's this one specific photo of him that he looked First, like, date, just the two of us. Our first date, um, we went on, like, a double date to the Caboolture show. How cute. Um, but our first, like, dinner date, um, he picked me up from my house. Green flag. Um, but then took me out for dinner. It was going really well. We are just chatting. And then he goes, so what are your red flags? Sorry? And he's like, here are my red flags, and, like, listed all of these things. What are your red flags? And I sat there and I was like, I don't have any red flags. <laughs> and he was like, everybody has red flags. I said, not me, I'm just that good. Um, mainly because nobody has ever asked me, what are your red flags? Just sit there and tell me all the bad things about I love too much, I'm too caring. And I was like, what do you mean, what are my red flags? And then from that point, I haven't kind of stopped thinking about that of like, what are my red flags? What do people like look at me and go, red flag? One of them being, I don't have any red flags, is a red flag in itself. <laughs> so, on that note, red flags are trending at the moment, and because I think I'm young and cool, I'm not as young as I used to be, um, but on TikTok, it is trending, this red flag filter, and just generates random red flags. But the first time I tried it, I was quite humbled, but this is what it looked like. Very humbled, has no red flags. Red flag number one. Red flag number two, yes, I do have too many clothes. Um, I moved into my house six months ago, so at the start of the year, and so I have two wardrobes, like I have my bedroom wardrobe and then the spare bedroom wardrobe. Both are full of just my red clothes, like my red clothes. 
my clothes. I specifically did not wear red today. Um, but the third one, I don't feel I'm a liar, but nobody can say for like, fact that they have never lied in their life. I mean, I try not to lie, but there are always some lies that we tell, like, do I look fat in this? No, you don't. Sometimes. But to talk about lying, what better way to start than a nice little icebreaker game? Two truths and a lie, because who hasn't played this game? But number one, my favourite colour is pink, but specifically Barbie pink, or if you love Kmart as much as I do, the like typical dust docks. Um, number two, I brought my first home at 22. And then number three, I'm exactly five foot tall, which is why I own 18 pairs of heels. Just a raise of hands if you think it's number one. All right, beautiful. The middle one. All right, some people. And the third one. Oh, okay. So I'll tell you, the first one, I love pink, if you can't tell. So I don't have red flags, I have pink flags. Um, but I love pink. If you ever come to my house, it is pink, specifically the Kmart dusty pink. Um, I have the toaster and the kettle and the pink pots and pans and all the things. My bedroom wall is pink. I love pink. The third one, I brought my eyes close, three days out. I turned 23 and then I brought my first home. Um, and I am exactly five foot. I only know I have 18 pairs of heels because after being in my house for six months, I finally unpacked my last few boxes this week and organised my shoes. And the entire top part of my wardrobe are heels and I counted them, there's 18. Welcome to being short and wanting to be tall. My red flag, maybe I have too many heels. But in the Bible, there are lots of times where people lied. Um, Peter as one of them, and I'll talk about a few others too, but it's often phrased, uh, Peter denies Jesus, but I want to phrase it as Peter lies about knowing Jesus, because yes, he denied it, but it's also just a big fat lie. So Peter lied about knowing Jesus probably because he was simply afraid of persecution, and that's a normal human reaction to danger. But in Matthew 26, 69 to 75, this apostle Peter denied Jesus and lied about knowing him simply because he's scared, most probably afraid of joining Jesus in his trial, which he knew was going to lead to Jesus's death. So after the rooster crowed for the third time, Peter realized his sin and it caused him to weep. But would we have done any better? Remember, Peter was just as anybody else, just a man as the rest of us, but he was subject, so he was subject to the same weaknesses as you and I. So though many of us would say, no, I would never deny Jesus, we never know what we will actually do in those situations. There's actually a number of examples in the Bible of people that have lied and it's changed the course of their life. The first lie in the Bible being, um, the snake lying to Eve, saying, if you eat this fruit, all these wonderful things are going to happen, and then it has changed the course of time. Sarah lied to God about laughing, so she denied, saying, I did not laugh, thinking that nobody could contradict her. So she told this lie because she was afraid, but a bit silly to lie to somebody who sees all and knows all. 
And then you have Potiphar's wife who lied to him saying, that Hebrew slave you brought us came to me to make a sport out of me. And so lied and then we all know how that story kind of goes. But maybe you felt an odd feeling when you started to invest in a friendship or went for a job interview or started dating somebody new and then later wished you had listened to your gut instinct. Often my gut instinct is my mum who will tell me, no, don't do that, and I do it anyway. But truthfully, that's more than just a gut instinct. If you follow Jesus, that's often the Holy Spirit leading you And one way that God leads us is through protecting us from going down the wrong path. And so, like I said, a lot of laughs today, so I have a little clip for you from like one of my favorite Christmas movies. Who the heck are you? What are you talking about? I'm Santa Claus. No, you're not. Uh, Why, of course I am. (laughs) You're Santa. What song did I sing for you on your birthday this year? Uh, happy birthday, of course. <laughs> so, uh, how old are you, son? Four. You're a big boy. What's your name? Paul. And uh, what can I Paul, get you for Christmas? Don't tell him what you want. He's a liar. Let the kid talk. You disgust me. How can you live with yourself? Just cool it, Zippy. You sit on a throne of lies. Look. I'm not kidding. You're a fake. I'm a fake? Yes. How'd you like to be dead? Huh? No, he's kidding. You stink. I think you're going to have a good Christmas, all right? You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. Okay. So, I love that clip, one, because you sit on a throne of lies. Have you ever met someone and you feel like they sit on a throne of lies? No, just me? Only I meet these people? Cool. Um, But I... Yes, we've all been lied to about the Tooth Fairy or Santa, little things. And I love this meme because he's not the superhero he thinks he is. That's not a cape he's wearing. It's a giant red flag. So being lied to in any relationship, a friendship, a like romantic relationship, whatever it is, is hard. And if it's a repeated issue, then it should be seen as a red flag. Being lied to over and over again can make it difficult to build a solid foundation in a relationship or destroys one that you have already built, which can lead to a shaky future. And so the Bible warns of the severity of lying and says, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord and those who act faithfully are his delight. And that's from Proverbs 12, 22. But then further in Ephesians 4.25, it says, Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Lying relates to deception and intentionally leading somebody astray through what we say or do is wrong. As believers, we value the truth. And Paul, when he wrote Ephesians, writing this letter to the Ephesian church, um, is telling them not to be false to one another, but to speak truth in love to one another. Um, And if you know me, I'm obsessed with Friends, the TV show. And I think this kind of sums up lying really well. I can't believe Joey. I hate being called a liar. But you are a liar. (laughs) What did I just say? You still here? Yes, and I have to say, I am not just hurt, I am insulted. When I tell somebody I did something... Okay, hold on, let me just stop you right there, okay? First, you lied, right? Then, you lied about lying, okay? Then, you lied about lying about lying. 
Okay? So before you lie about lying, about lying, about lying, about lying. <laughs> stop lying. So stop lying. It's that simple, right? Have you ever been in a situation, this is Joey from Friends, if you don't know, have you ever been in a situation like that where somebody's lied, and then they lied about the lie that they told you, and then it just kind of continues on, and that's how lying works. Once you start lying, then you continue to lie, and it just becomes this big pile of lies, and it just never turns out very well. And the truth, my mum always tells me, the truth always comes out, and the truth will set you free, and all the wonderful things that you hear. But I think sometimes lying is okay, Sometimes I wish my brother would lie to me more when I say, do I look fat in this? Yes, you do. Yes, you do look fat. Just lie to me. Just tell me I don't, please. That, I feel like that is his red flag. Too brutally honest. Does this make me look fat? Does this look bad? He'll tell you. He's not somebody to go to if you want like, some sort of nice lie. He's somebody that you go to of like, you want brutal honesty? He's the person you go to. What do you think of this person I'm dating? Red flag. And look, he's also my gut instinct of I probably should have listened. But lies like, no, I'm not seeing that person. No, I didn't kiss her. No, I wasn't talking about you behind your back. No, I didn't mean it like that. I meant it like this. All these kind of lies are the ones that you can't necessarily come back from in a friendship, a relationship, a marriage, whatever it is. These big kind of lies that build up over time is what will destroy these relationships. And breaking somebody's trust is huge, and it is hard to restore, and it's not something that you just apologize for and you forget it overnight. It, is, it takes time. And so, if you don't know, I have type 1 diabetes, um, and for multiple parts of my life, I lied to my parents about my, di they knew I had diabetes, but like about looking after my diabetes. Did you do your needle? Yes, I did. Did you do that? Yes, I did. And to the point where I then had a doctor's appointment, which, well, when you lie about stuff, the doctors are just going to bring it out and go, well, clearly you didn't do that because this is what all your results are saying. So I sat there quite humbled with my mum next to me as my doctor goes, no, you haven't had a needle for a long time and your stuff's like through the roof and all these things are happening. And like the look from my mum from that chair, I was like, yep, I've been called out on my lies. And so to the point where they no longer trusted me to do my needles by myself, I had to sit and do it in front of them because they didn't believe that I was doing them for like six months. I was like, yeah, I'm doing them, I'm doing them, and I'm not. I've been called out on my lie to the fact that it was going to make me very sick. And so they were doing it with my best interest at heart, but a lie that I could have continued on with could have become like quite deadly, actually. And so... While it was really hard when you lose somebody's trust, particularly in, like, my parents. My parents are huge in my life. Losing their trust really hurt to go, you don't trust me enough to look after myself. Like, good reason not to, because I wasn't. But being called out on this line, having to build that trust back up again, took a lot of time. And it's hard when people that should trust you and you trust them, it's hard when they don't. And so these lies that we often tell ourselves become bigger than you think they are and they become like this pile of lies. And so I love this meme for one. Um, what's your type? A red flag. 
So a lesson I've had to learn over the last five years, um, so like being like freshly 18, like an adult, into my early 20s, is that ignoring somebody's red flags because you want to see the good in somebody will cost you later. And so I've had that in friendships of like just ignoring little things that people are doing, like lying about another person and what they've done so that they look good in a picture, or lying about them talking behind my back so that they come out of it unscathed, is fine to ignore that in that moment, but later that comes back and burns you like hardcore. Or like um, when I was dating Mr. Pringle, um, the whole huge red, my brother calls him a walking red flag, hence why he goes, Nate, put this in your talk. Um, But talking to him, um, dating him, yes, I love you, no, I'm not gonna hurt you, all of these things, bunch of red flags came up, but I'm too good at seeing the good in people and letting that slide. And it comes back and it costed me later to the point where being lied to about if somebody loves you and you think has all these genuine nice things that they want for you um, broke my ability to believe the truth in other people in my life when people said, yes, I do love you, no, I don't want to hurt you. I just could no longer trust what people were saying because of lies that other people had told in my life. So it made it hard for me to believe that, yeah, people do want good for me and people do love me. And so lying can have this devastating effect in the moment, but also in other relationships in your life further down the line. And so on that, though, red flags aren't always about the other person when you start lying to yourself about who they are so that you don't have to face losing them, that's the flag to pay attention to. So there are a number of times in my life where I had convinced myself that somebody would change, that no, it's not a red flag, it's just a beige flag, or let me paint it a different color. Um, It's only something little. It's okay if they don't believe in God, I can change that. It's only smoking, it won't get worse. But really, what I was doing was lying to myself about the person I was with, trying to paint their red flag a different color or convince myself that it's okay because my favorite color is red. Living in this like delusion of what I think is okay when really it's a red flag that I'm ignoring. And so Proverbs 12, 19 says, truthful lips will be established forever, but a lying tongue is only for a moment. And so while lots of people can lie to us and show us their red flags, I think sometimes the biggest lie in our lives is the lies that we tell ourselves about somebody else or about ourselves because of what people have said or done to us. And so lying about somebody, like thinking somebody's good but they're not and going, oh, I can change that red flag or I can change this about that person, you're lying to yourself and causing more damage for yourself than you think you are. And so it's not always about the other person and their red flag. Yes, that comes into it, but often it's about how you perceive that red flag in your life. And so for me, lots of red flags in lots of people, we all have some sort of red flag whether you want to admit you do or not, we all do. Um, But recognizing that and recognizing is it a red flag that you can live with, like maybe you don't pick up your laundry and it just sits on the floor all the time, 
or like little red flags like that, or a big red flag of you're lying about what you're doing all the time, or where you've been, or you're just lying to my face about what you actually believe and what you actually think are red flags you can't look past. And when people show you their red flags, wave a white flag and peace out. Red flags aren't meant to keep you from having fun, but rather to keep you on the right path for your life so that you can fully live out your God-given destiny. Learning to follow God even when it's hard to understand and requires a lot of trust and obedience, but it is so worth it because you learn to be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is saying in your life, letting him lead and guide and counsel you through every step of your life. And like Sarah did with um, our lovely little people, um, Zacchaeus's lies eventually come out and lying about money, lying about big things like that are a big red flag. And there are going to be red flags throughout your life, in your friendships, in your workplaces, in your relationships, all of these things. But whether or not it's a red flag that you need to walk away from or just something that you feel you can live with and you're going to lie to yourself, I think it's important to recognize people's red flags in your life but also to sometimes recognize the red flags that you also have. So while my TikTok says, I don't have any red flags and I have too many clothes, it's just a TikTok filter, but red flag of lying is not something that you can just fix overnight. Lying to a friend, lying to a partner, lying to whoever it is, huge red flag. If somebody is constantly lying to you in your life, That is your sign to wave your white flag and leave it. Just leave it where it is. They need to sort that out themselves. Don't think that you can change somebody's red flag in your life and paint it a different color or just pretend it's not there because it'll just keep coming up time and time again. So my big thing for you is, yes, there are red flags out there, but don't lie to yourself trying to make somebody look like a better version of themselves than they actually are, whether that's a friend or a partner It's a red flag and you have to leave. And so with that in mind, if you'd like to close your eyes and bow your heads. Dear Lord, thank you so much um, for the opportunity to be here on Sabbath and to just worship you and be a part of your community here at Refresh. I thank you that you have a Holy Spirit within us that shows us when there is danger ahead or a red flag in somebody and you're just doing that to protect our own feelings and our own Um, just lives so that we can live a life just for you, living out the destiny that you have for us. And so I just pray that you'd be with us to have a wonderful Sabbath, a wonderful rest of our weeks. Um, And yeah, just thank you so much that you love us enough to die on the cross for us. And so we just pray this in your name. Amen.